Yeah, there you go. Hello, and welcome to the Irish Arsenal Gunner podcast. It's the 4th of January 2023. I'd like to wish all um, our listeners and viewers um, a very happy new year. And of course, um, to my regular guests joined today is Eamon Donnelly and Carol Osborne. Happy new year, lads. Happy new year. And thanks for joining me today. I'm your host as always, Jonathan Jones. You can catch our show on the Dublin Arsenal YouTube channel and also um, daily content on the Dublin Arsenal Instagram page, thanks to Martin Stumble. Um, Without him, of course, the show wouldn't be possible, so thanks to him. Uh, Also, thanks to our sponsor, clubgolf.co.uk. Use Dub Arsenal 10% 10 discount. And as always, throughout the season, you can go catch all the matches in the official Dublin Arsenal Supporters Bar, which is, of course, the River Bar. Uh, last week we had over 84 views uh, for Wednesday's show so thanks again to our listeners and uh, over 2,700 subscribers now to date so onwards and upwards lads um, on the show this year or this week being the new year of course um, we'll be doing our review of our 4-2 away win at Brighton yesterday uh, great game Um Bit nervy at times, but the win's a win. We'd also be previewing our game tomorrow night, or which are you Tuesday evening? Sorry, at seven forty-five against Newcastle at home, and goal of the month for November December. <laughs> um, a few to pick from uh, with yesterday's game. Um, there wasn't many up to that, <laughs> of course, and a, a small tribute to um Pele at the very end. Um, so uh, plenty to discuss. Um, we go to yesterday's review. So. A four two away win against Brighton, of course. Um, goals by Martinelli and Katia. Finish it off, lads. Saka, Odegaard. <laughs> yeah, Saka, Odegaard, Eddie, and Katia, Martinelli. Um, I go to Eamon. What did you make of the game, Eamon? Well, uh, as I say, all is quiet uh, on New Year's Day. Uh, I want to be with you night and day. Uh, I will be with you again. And uh, there were a decent partnership where Bono and the edge, uh, but not as good a partnership as Terry and Don. Uh, I was very pleased with it. Um, I'll tell you what now. First of all, I just want let, let's let's start at the beginning. I'll be snappy. Um, the first goal didn't look much, but it was playground stuff. The way Bukayo Saka made that look easy is the gift of a great player. The first touch to get it under control the way he did. And it was as if he was just dusting about in a playground. He was so cool. So it was a great start. Um, one thing I noticed yesterday, um, and also, again, it emanated from a ball recovery by Thomas Party, who didn't have his best day yesterday. Him, in fact, himself and Zaka were not as good as normal. But the ball recovery for the second game running uh, gets us a goal. One thing I noticed was, Aaron Ramsdale's been targeted for a lot of um, obstruction at corner kicks, and it nearly cost us. It nearly cost us an equaliser. Saliba um, uh, got a header off the line, and I think we were we, we were in a nice bit of control of the game for the first twenty minutes, and then Anthony Taylor went mad. He started issuing yellow cards uh, as a reaction to crowd noise, and I think that changed the whole dynamic. Uh, I also noticed uh, a plastic bag on the pitch, and um, when the corners were swirling in with the wind, I was wondering, how come the plastic bag isn't blown? 
<laughs> How does that work? I mean, uh, no, I'm not an expert in physics, but it would, that was that was fascinating to me. And um, we know that uh, Odegaard uh, was again sensational. Um, the second goal, um, he he ozled it. Um, I read a column this morning. I read a column this morning saying that he, somebody thought he actually meant it, and it's possible because um, that was a technique that Ozil used to do regularly: bang it into the ground, and nobody yeah. can read really pronounce. Um, the third goal, um, we've only one player who's going to get that goal, uh, and that's Eddie Nketiah, because he absolutely snuck in behind Lewis Dunk. He snuck in behind him. Dunk didn't know he was there. And it was a real poacher's instinct goal. And it looked like it tapped into an empty net. But if you look at it again, if he, if, if he just goes at that, the keeper blocks it. To get a touch across the goal the way he did uh, was, it was a real Eddie goal. Uh, and I, I told you about him on this show that we couldn't afford to lose him. And I'm delighted he stayed. And I remember some of the meltdown about, you know, Vlahovic and all of this type of stuff. Um, and I, I would rather that we, we, we held on to Enketia. Yeah. Uh, there was a bit of a meltdown about, oh, uh, when Balogun was struggling to sign a contract, um, oh, we're going to be a selling club. We can't have it both ways. You can't develop your best talent, right, and hold on to it and then block their path to the first team by just signing some careless kickball, you know? So um, I'm glad we held on to Engedia, and Balogun is pulling up trees over at Rhymes. He scored 10 goals. Um, so there's yeah, a few so there. Six just, a couple of more, just a couple of more things. I remember when City beat us 1-0 two seasons ago at the Emirates, and we didn't we didn't lay a glove on them, but we didn't disgrace ourselves. And after the game, Guardiola says, oh, Mikel knows everything about football. And... Some people thought at the time it was a little pat in the head and it was a bit patronising. I actually thought he meant it. I'm beginning to think that Arteta is one of the most, one of the most informed students of the game that there is. Because in his pre-match comments, he talked about the way Brighton dominates spaces, the way Brighton dominates. And we actually allowed them have the ball yesterday. We didn't, we didn't own the ball. We, we had more chances than they had out of one third possession. And it wasn't because we were losing jewels. Sometimes when you can't get possession of the ball, it's because you're losing jewels all over the pitch. That wasn't the case. We actually made a conscious decision to let them have the ball so as they didn't dominate in the way that, uh, you know, um, that the, the, the game wasn't played on their terms. Um, I think Saliba needs his mojo back. He looks a bit rusty. Uh, I enjoyed Paul Merson and Glenn Murray yesterday. Uh, and it's great to see Merce. Um, Shown his true colours, you know. Um, for years and years, people thought he'd gone off the club, um, but he was uncontrollable in the in, in, in yeah. the commentary team yesterday. Um, and the, one last thing, I read uh, Mikel's interview uh, this, uh, this morning, and he said the thing that made him the most happy. He said we didn't play particularly well. We didn't do things, you know, the way we could have. Um, but what made him most happy was when he arrived in the dressing room, that the players were talking amongst themselves about what they could have done better. And I think that is the sign of a team that is uh, has a good, good bond. No finger pointing, no finger wagging. What could we have collectively done better? And he said, that's what made it most pleased. So that's my take on it. It's a very difficult place to get a, get results. And they've been a bogey team for us. So a very welcome three points. I am going to confess, when it went to 4-2, I switched it off. And um, I could not bear another Newcastle. Um, and then... Uh, I got a notification to say it was 4-3 and there I was feeling smugly justified and then I saw it was chalked off. 
So I, 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 I found myself the gumption to put it back on again. But it was nerve jangling. Um, good luck. Uh, we've got a lot of firepower in this team. And uh, it was a very, very good three points. Yeah, I think with Brighton missing, Caicedo and Alex McAllister was a big loss for them. But um, Evan, Evan Ferguson of the Republic of Ireland, only 18 years old, a former Bowes player, out muscle Saliba, and that takes a lot of doing and took his goal very well. But um, yeah, Saliba and Gabriela happened a bit, a bit of um, a dodgy two games back, but I'm sure they'll be ironed out as the campaign goes on. Over 154 Premier League games, those are Tessa's 92nd win, which is quite um, not too shabby at all. And he's a better win record than Arsenal Wenger. Best Arsenal man, isn't he? He's the best win ratio now of all, any Arsenal manager. That's quite doing in three years. Um, the two turning points probably was the goal after after the first minute by second, the first half, and Eddie and Ketty's after two minutes in the second probably really died bright and spirited. But um, there was a stat that came up in the first minute that we hadn't scored a goal in the first fifteen minutes this season, and then Ketty put that to bed after a minute, so that was quite nice, the sixth Premier League goal of the season and 2-2 uh, and two now, wasn't he scored against West Ham, um, it could have been even 2-0 after three minutes when Zinchenko, that turn he made on um, Dunk, superb it was like in Ketty the other night um, uh, Todd White was great on his comeback as well, and Martin Odegaard's assist for Martinelli and then to outpace Lamptey it takes some doing to do that on empty, you know, but what a finish. And that front three scored again tonight, last night and Monday night. So very encouraging without Gabriel Jesus, which he wasn't really missed at all. And that's very encouraging with him being out for um a few more games. Um sorry, I'll go to Ozzy. Um what was your take on the match last night, Ozzy? Yeah, f- firstly I'm gonna I'm gonna re- re- reference our predictions last week about uh, the Brian <laughs> game. I think we all said it'd be a goal a goal in it or we might take a draw. Um but yeah so so the fact that we got six goals in that game um, did make me laugh somewhat after the game. Um but but no um I think we I think me myself and Amy and both both said about um the midfield being key against Brighton. And I think the reason why you saw a quite a reserved performance from Partey and Xhaka was, I think it was exactly that. They reserved it and controlled it um, and just let the, the frightening front four of yeah. sort of Saka, Martinelli, Eddie, and I'll put Odegaard in that as well because how he was playing. I thought even though Partey and Xhaka didn't, they weren't one of the most standout performances, they just controlled it. And I think um, had... Brighton been at full strength in midfield. It might have been a bit different game, but um, they they did their job. They did their job well. And, and uh, you know, Eamon may reference that Partey challenge. That was such an important challenge because they're breaking away at that point. He comes in, he takes the ball off, and um, next next thing you know, Saka sticks the ball in the back of the net. So I think um, the timing that we've played Brighton has been very fortunate um, yeah. with what's happened with them. But, um, but ultimately, you can only play what's in front of you. And I thought they did a very good job of that. I thought um, the I say that 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 front that front four about Odegaard, Eddie, Saka, and Gabby just frightened them, um, and you could see, you could see that. And, and for me, there was a bit bit of a turning point. I thought, I, thought, I, thought, I I'm quite a positive person. I thought it was a quite positive display. Yes, it was nervy at times, but you're not going to go to Brighton and not have a nervy game. Let's be honest. We, we you know they're a good side. We said that last week. So full respect to them. They're, they're, they've got a good side, good coach, and um, I think they're going to do well. Um, so I say just timing probably worked on our benefit to, to get that 3 0 up. What a big turning point for me, I saw it's about around about 60 minute mark. We changed, um, I think it's KT, KT came on and Tommy Asher yeah. came on for Ben White, and I think that 
I think that upset the back four, if I'm honest. It I is, think yeah. that was a big turning point for us. Um, albeit I, I've got every trust in KT and Tommy. I just think they, they came on and, and, and I thought that probably give Brighton a bit of a... I don't know, because they were getting nothing with Ben White and Zinchenko. Zinchenko, well, I thought Zinchenko was fantastic um, yesterday as well. I thought he, yeah. he had a, that transition. We always talk about him, the difference in his transition. Him and Parse, I just love the way they work together. Um, so I thought that was a big difference, and it did make a difference because the, the substitutes made on 60. I think they scored on 65, if I'm all right. If I'm, if I'm right I'm saying. Um, yeah, and, and they got a couple of goals, and it did make it a bit nervy, but... Um, but yeah, we 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 you know we held it. Um, I think we'd have snapped their hands off if someone offered us a four-two at the start of the game. Um, I certainly would have. Um, and 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 yeah, I, I, I was really happy with that. And I, I, for me, that was a difference. That substitution it just upset the dynamics in defence a little bit. Um, what I will say is the um, the Eddie and Ketty goal, um, very similar to the Martinelli. He's doing that thing of, of bombing down the wing and hitting that shot early yeah. at the near post. Yeah. Um, if that had gone in, that would have been an identical goal to the West Ham game. Ozzy, um, but, 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 just on that, people don't realise the venom that he has in that left foot. That's supposed to be his oh, weaker side. That's supposed oh. to be his weaker side. That was a cannonball shot. That's why the keeper couldn't hold it. Yeah, you know? and that's and, and that's that's it. Like if I had gone in, I'd have looked a carbon copy of the West Ham game, yeah. wouldn't it? Hit it early, keeps the keeper off guard. But like you say, when you've got people like Eddie and Ketia, Coming in when he's hitting shots like that, he's he, he's like you said, he's a poacher. He's a Ian Wright type player. He's he's a goal scorer, um, and I think he'll really benefit from that if we keep if we keep doing that. Um, and Martinelli, I thought was unplayable. Um, I think he had a playing three of the goals. I think his first shot was the one that deflected to Saka. Um, the Eddie and Ketia and the one he put in himself, pretty bad goalkeeping for the fourth one. But, um, but ultimately, he put it in the back of the net, didn't he? So um, interesting start on the possession as well. I thought, I thought, yeah, I think they had sixty-eight percent or something like that. So, so, so you know, that that's again, like you said, we let them play. Um, so yeah, yeah. so no. Um, and finally, for me, in terms of what what I'm going to say about uh, sort of Saliba, um, yeah, he had a bad game. We got to remember his twenty-one. Let's not let's not have a meltdown. He's just come back from a World Cup. 100%. He's going to be disappointed. He's gone to a World Cup. He got to the final. I know he weren't playing much, but he was part of that squad that got to the final loss. He probably hasn't come across much of that, so he's going to knock knock him a bit. Just keep playing him. Keep supporting him. Absolutely. That, that, that's why I said, Carl, he just needs to get his mojo back. But Marcel, yeah. then, you know, um, yeah. he just, just needs to find himself again, you know? Yeah, and watching him just like celebrate the way he celebrates with the team when we score, he's always one of the first running belting over there. I think he'll be all right, um, and and we just need to keep supporting him. He's 21; he's going to have a yard games, and we've had this with other youngsters in the team. We just got to keep positive and keep behind him. But yeah, no, I thought it was brilliant. Um, and I know you referenced John that Odegaard pass. Yeah, we should be doing pass of the month this month anyway, not rather than goal of the month because that was that was amazing, wasn't it? Fabregas-esque. He's got a picture in his mind as he, before he even gets the ball where he's on the putters, you know, and the players seem to be on the same wavelength as him now as well, you know. It's not just fluke, it's, that was, that was meant for Martinelli, but the pace to get away from Lampty. But, but, but Jonathan, you wouldn't remember me playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> you see, this is the thing. It, it, that, that's what Liam had. Like Liam, like it, as Don Hale said about Liam, Oh, he's great imagination. He sees pictures, you know. Martin Odegaard has that, you know. Um, just, just as the ball is coming to him, he has a picture as to what's going to happen next. So he sees 
Martinelli tight to the touchline. He sees a whole pile of space. He knows Martinelli. He knows that Lampy has to turn. And he, he, he puts it like a golfer up the fairway. You know, it was an incredible pass, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, and and also, what you know, with Odegaard as well, the way he's acting off the pitch as well, his interviews yeah. he's giving, I just think he's, he's, a, he's doing a great yeah. job as captain, isn't he? He really is. I think he's just, he's, yeah, I, you know, I know I was critical of him in big games and stuff. I I cold sweat about that. I wake up in the night. <laughs> Ruin those comments that I've made about um, about what I've said about him initially not turning up in big games. What, the, what about the little, what about the little shift in the box and the nutmeg? Oh, yeah. Even Rio Ferdinand has been saying he could watch it on repeat. You know, Rio Ferdinand, he don't like us. He's coming out with that. I think, um, it's good, it's good to listen to the pundits as well because, you know, I think yeah. everyone's we, we we raised a lot of eyebrows yesterday. There was a lot of pundits' eyes, yeah. eyebrows going up. I think Gary Neville will be uh the, the sort of keeping quiet at the moment. I don't know if he's said anything, but a few people have tweeted him high profile. But um, stay yeah. humble, stay yeah. humble, my exactly. friend. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to stay as humble as I can, but um, that lot up the road are losing two 0 um at the moment. Yeah. With, it's with been a, a couple of minutes, a couple of minutes to go, so um, so results have gone our way this weekend, haven't they? As well, yeah. Um, Newcastle so. drawn to Leeds City, yeah. drawn to to Everton. Craig said, and I quote, I don't really rate Everton. And then Demerary Gray scores a screen like that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> is that how um, it happened? I didn't, he had time to fall over in the box before he hit it, you know. Yeah, what a strike. Uh, yeah, and that's what Everton can do. That's respecting the opposition as well. I think City had Everton were done a roll over. And I think when Brighton scored that second, lads, there was this thing about the Sky Sports commentator that they were hoping Arsenal would fall. And I'm getting that a lot off. It's just Sky, drama. It? It's just drama. That's all it is. They yeah. want to sell drama. I don't think that. Sky yeah. wants teams like us winning the league, you know, and just getting that. They never did. See. Yeah, well, they don't. that's another thing, yeah, but... I think they were in partnership. It's the first time I've seen Paul Pearson really be optimistic now that we can win it. You know, he's coming out and saying that, you know, there is this real chance for us now to, to get through January. And then I think he can start dreaming then that, you know, it's in our hands let's, now. Let's, let's just stick to Martin Odegaard. One game at a time. Let's enjoy it. Let's do I, don't, it. I don't want to, Ozzy. I want to look the bigger No, pick. no, no. Let's enjoy it. Let's just enjoy it. I'm, you know, I'm going to say. And, and, as a, and also... As a say. As I say, we, uh, we won one game. Get over it. Move on. Yeah, no, a win. So. I think what helped us as well, as well, lads. I, I, I don't know what you think, but scoring that early goal after a minute silenced the Brighton fans, and then two minutes in the second half really killed the Spurs. Let me, let me tell you something. Our away fans outsang them. Out, outsing Brighton fans every every time we play there. Anyway, yeah, our away, our away support is unbelievable. It is. Yeah, you could hear it throughout the game, couldn't you? It was brilliant. And uh, uh, fair play to the away fans. I always think they give a better show of themselves than at home. But the, the, that play, the players are acknowledging it as well. You yeah. Know, they can, they can I know Saka's came out and said that. And, you know, so brilliant. Zinchenko as well. I saw it on his Instagram. He says the Arsenal away fans were on fire. And I think he's brought an, an, an ex, him and Jesus has definitely brought a winning mentality, you know, from yeah. winning leagues with City. You can see that even Merson quoted that last night. For someone so young, they're, they're looking up to him, which is great, you know. Um, I suppose my match, lads, I'd give it to will be, uh, be between Odegaard and Martinelli, but I'd probably have to give it to Odegaard just for that assist alone. It was just, just beautiful to look at over and over. Um, I'll go to you, Eamon. Who was your man in the match? 
I'm going to do something slightly different. Um, and it's because... For the sign of greatness in a player is when he receives the ball at his feet and you hear the hum in the stadium. And <laughs> if you watch it on Arsenal.com for Bukayo Saka's goal, right? He terrorised them on that side, right? Yeah. If, if, if you... If, if you Jeremy Aliadier, who's brilliant, by the way. Yeah, uh, he's but he's, he, he's doing the cold commentary. And as soon as Saka takes the touch, he just goes, oh, what a touch. Or whatever way he speaks in his kind of... Oh, fuck me, French. You know, uh, yeah. Oh, what? He just, as soon as he puts it down, he says, oh, what a touch, you know? Um, There's and, a twang of London and French in that, isn't there, Amos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I'm going to give it to Bukayo Saka because I just thought that he terrorised him. Uh, but again, like... It, it's a it's a flip of a coin. Odegaard was excellent, um, uh, and uh, Martinelli was also. The thing I like about Martinelli is he seems to he he seems to draw the fullback into thinking that he's going to do the same thing all the time. So the first three or four times he receives the ball, he goes inside. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and he cuts and then, back. <laughs> and, 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 and then, and then, if you look about, if you look about the the, the incidents that Ozzy referenced, the West Ham goal and the assist uh, uh, last night, he actually just moves his body shape as if he's going to go inside again, and then just shifts. So the defender is off his axis, and that's how he gets the space. That doesn't look anything, but if you're trying to defend against that, you're trying to think, oh Jesus, which way is he going to go now? You know. And he chooses a moment. He, he chooses the right moment to do it when he knows that, you know, I can get I, I can get a shot away here. I have enough space to do it. Just fine to go right and then go left, you know. Um, as Terry Venables would have said, he's got feet. He can go high, he can go low. Well, he's got an head. And he's got feet. It's the, it's the, it's the quick starts. <laughs> minute go is frightening if, you know watching Arsenal you know we have the teams on the back foot the minute the ball is kicked off and it, they, it would be, having the youngest squad in the Premier League you can see there's so much energy and enthusiasm isn't there yeah, it's there, is, there is Jonathan but I'd urge caution on that because um, l- l- like that again you know you would expect with the young team that if you know if we do we'll hit a bit of turbulence that it could knock them a bit more than it would an experienced team. And we've got to be patient with that, you know? Yeah. Um, but there's certainly, what I love about it is, there's certainly a togetherness that hasn't been there <clears throat> since the 2007-2008 season when we should have won the league and would have won the league had Eduardo and Rizzisky not got cropped. Yeah. There's a, there's a different spirit, though, in this team, isn't there, from other squads we've had? It's just different, isn't it? It's, you know, a young, it's a young squad, but they've got they've had some knocks already. Yeah. So we yeah. said we said at that yeah. Newcastle game last season. Okay, it didn't feel great, horrible to go through as a fan, but they'd have learned so much from that. They would have learned so much from that. And when you look at the caps, you know, if you have a look at the stats and, and how many games these young lads have played, they're getting more experience and, and, and it's only gonna work better for them. We we have to yes, there will be bumps in the road. We've always said that, haven't we? There'll be bumps in the road, but you know, they're, they're more experienced than most people of age. Yeah, so let's 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 see what they do. Yeah, give them a chance. I think I agree with what Merson says. It's the last ten games of the season. If we're still in this position, is when that young squad would feel the heat. You know, and he was there in '89 with a very young squad himself. 
Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Jesus, I mean, uh, you know, we 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 we. We were beaten at home by Derby and drew at home to Wimbledon. Yeah. When two, two home wins in the last three games would have won us the league. Now, we, okay, we never got the Anfield 89. Uh, but, you know, that... I don't think I could actually... Yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. Merson experienced it. But, but Merson, uh, Merson's view definitively last night was um, this is a serious team, you know? Yeah. This is a side. And in fairness to him, when I go back to my pal, Eddie Nketiah, uh, again, um, when there was the talk about he, he wasn't going to sign a contract, and he was after playing, uh, I think we played Sunderland, the, 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 the night young Patino scored. Um, yeah. And I think uh, Eddie got a hat-trick. Uh, and uh, Merson was saying, why would he seriously want to move to a mid-table team when... There's clearly something going on at the Arsenal. Yeah. And that was that was February of last year. Merson was saying there's clearly something going on at the Arsenal. And it, it, it it's just ground and ground. And maybe in hindsight, maybe not getting the top four last year. That was it was a ball that bounced in your favor, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, it's what makes these players, isn't it? Mm. So now you um Ozzy, uh, last night. Man of the match. So, so yeah. So you've mentioned all the names. I had Odegaard, <laughs> Martinelli, and Saka. Um, Odegaard for second week running or well, second game running for me. Um, just purely on that pass, I'm going to give him on that pass. But yeah. but again, I had I was I was close to say Martinelli because he had a hand in so many of the goals. But um, but yeah, I've gone for Odegaard just on that that genius of um the the pass and 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 yeah, he's just he's just he's frightening yesterday. So so yeah. Well, another big shout, though, lads, to uh, Benjamin White. Oh, who again, yeah. Hour, who for the first hour, uh, that lad, um, his name eludes me at the moment, that scored the first goal. Mitoma. He didn't get a sniff. He didn't get a sniff. No, you know? yeah. yeah, he does it effortlessly as well. Well, he doesn't, he, and get, he gives it his all game on game, which is, uh, he's a great baller. He's great with the ball at his feet as well, though, you know, he can come out with the ball and, I can see he could even play in midfield if he really, you know, he, he can, he's effortless, really, isn't he? He's, um, a, good player, he's a good player, that Matoma, just, just on that. that yeah, he's quick, he's isn't good, he? Very good, yeah, very good player. Well, I think we learn from that, you know, taking our foot off the gas, you know, we learn from that as to see, you know, I think our Ted will drill that into them, you know, when they go back to the train, you know. Let but, but, this, but this is the point I'm making, Jonathan, that what our Ted said was that when he got into the dressing room, the players were having a post-mortem as to what happened. Yeah, that was, yeah, where they're yeah. talking about it themselves. Yeah, that's yeah. a good sign, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, doing his job for them, yeah, and it shows they're passionate about what their project is, yeah, true. Um, that one leaves us uh, top with 43 points, uh, seven clear of City on 26, and um, nine clear of Newcastle, uh, who have 34, and that brings us to the preview for uh, Chelsea's night game, uh, which is on it. 7.45, I think it was originally penned in for eight. Uh, yeah. It's on Sky. Um, I know, Eamon, I think I'm right saying you were at last year's home game, weren't you, when Martinelli scored as well that day? Yeah, How do you was. see the game yourself going? It was a weird game, that one, because Newcastle were, Newcastle were really struggling at the time. Uh, it was a wet old Saturday morning. Uh, yeah. There wasn't much of an atmosphere for, because it was a Saturday morning game. And we really struggled with them. I think John Joe Shelby 
smacked one off the bar in the first yeah. half. Yeah. And the guy was in a lot of trouble. They're hard to score against Newcastle. You know? Yeah. Um, so I think um, I'm, 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 they're, hard to, they're hard to score against, and I'm not trying to be uh, a harbinger of doom here. And we don't do goalless. We, we concede in every game. We're not, we're not shipping goals. Like our goals against Colin is good, but we're conceding them in every game, right? Um, uh, so it's it, this is going to be this is going to be as much of an endurance test now uh, as you're going to get. Um, I think we still should have enough to win the game. I haven't seen much in Newcastle this year. I've just been looking at the results. But your man is a good coach. He is a good coach. Yeah, yeah. 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 he's a good coach, uh, and he's taken. I mean, people can say about. Well, they're owned by a country, but they haven't they haven't squandered that wealth yet. He's doing it off the back of most of the players that he had. Uh he has them well coached. And uh I think um I think if we get a two one out of it, um I'd be more than happy, you know? Yeah. More than happy. it's I, I, I didn't I think everyone would agree we'd never had Newcastle be toured. Uh, you know, they've gone about their business quite quietly. Um we we've scored 14, Eamon. And conceded for sorry, scored 40, sorry, and conceded 14. Yeah. Newcastle have scored 32 and uh, conceded 11. So it's the best two defenses, you know. So yeah. that's the shape the match, really, isn't it? You know, um, yeah. I, I like Nick Pope as well uh, as a goalkeeper. You know, I think he's he's a good goalkeeper, you know, and they got him for the bargain as well. I think Joe Willock, that's what do you think? Do you think Joe Willock could cause his problems? He's yeah, he's had a decent enough season, hasn't he, at the moment? He's a good player when he's at us, to be honest. Yeah. I thought I'll talk quite a lot, Joe Willock. But yeah, I think it's gonna be. Yeah, he's a good player. <laughs> Joe's biggest Joe, Joe's biggest problem when he was with us um, was that he, his strength and conditioning hadn't fully developed. And when we when we went to the Crystal Palaces of this world, um, and he got pushed off the ball quite a lot. So he's a stronger boy now, you know. Yeah, and he would have been a stronger boy had he stayed with us. But you can't keep them off, you know. Um, so he's probably in the same kind of bracket as Sambi Lakonga at the moment, mm. you know. Yeah. yeah you know, so he never got a run. He never got a big run, did he? Yeah. He never yeah. got a big run. No. Um, and I think one player will that will tr- trouble us as well. I think Gamerish is a baller, but I think Miguel Almiron his pace alone. Yeah. But I think I think we'll I think Arteta will have them. You know, he'll have them um, sussed. You know, I, I think probably I'll go. I'd probably go with it. Probably two 0 like uh, last year's home game. Being honest, you know, be, it will be a tight game. Uh, so what's that? It's going to be tense. You know. Yeah, I, yes, it's the evening games as well. They're always tense, aren't they? You know, you've all day to wait for it as well. And, um, but I think the momentum we're on. You know, our, our home form is, is brilliant. We've won every game at home as well, haven't we? You think as well? So you, you, you can't do that all season, though. You know, I mean, no, it's got to come a time. It's got to come a time Jan- where I, I just find I just find that from the point of view of momentum, right? Um, we got a we, we got a free pass yesterday because of the others dropping points. You know, one of these days, one of these days, it's not going to happen for us. We're going to be one nil down chasing the game. If that happens. You'd like to think that we could at least get something out of the game, you know, <clears throat> rather than have your. Mem- I mean, when we went to Southampton, it didn't happen for us. No, we, we got something out of the game. That's a game we could have lost, you know. But we got something out of the game. So, and that that that's that's the main thing. Once you get something, yeah, 
Um, yeah. And Southampton were fairly physical that day as well. And yeah, they got away with a few nasty tackles as well. And I remember, yeah. Um, Ozzy, um, how do you see the game going yourself? It'd be a tough. Yeah, it has to be tough, won't it? Yeah, I've put, I've put the same as Eamon, to be honest. I've put two one on my notes here, but <laughs> they have been in, they have been in fine form. I think I, I honestly think Newcastle are going to upset a few people this season in terms of where they finish. I think um, I think Eddie Howe's done a great job. He like I say he's used to players he's got, but the people he's brought in fit his system, and I think yeah. he, he played very well. I yeah. think Bev. Joe Linton, Almiron and Gamirez for me are the standout three. Um, I think Joe Willock is solid and, and, and like I said, he's a good player. Um, just going back to Joe, Joe Willock, you know, when he used to play for us, he never got a run, but when he did get, when he did play, he played with Shaka and Gendozi, I think it was quite a lot. Yeah. And I'm not being funny, and, and if he's playing with them two letters, you know, at the time, Shaka was hothead, Gendozi was a hothead. It, it, it was completely <laughs> carnage in that middle, wasn't it? Um, so, 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 yeah, so he was playing with a different Shaka's, but yeah, I think Willock, Willock's, Willock's solid for me, um, but I do think a lot, Bruno Gamirez and Almiron, Joe Linton, I think all of them could cause us damage. I know they went with Chris Wood, didn't they? Um, at the week against Leeds, and they got, they got held by Leeds. But um, but I think you know, I I I find Callum Wilson quite tricky to play against, and I think yeah. he might he might spend a few more minutes on the yeah. pitch against us because he caused us loads of problems last season. Yeah. But um, it'd be interesting to see how Saliba deals with him because he's not played against him. Um, he's very physical. Um, he's built like a rugby league player, that lad. Um, so I'd be interested to see. To see, I, I think he'll get more minutes, or he, he might start. I don't know. Um, but yeah. But then for me, big test ready. I think I said this on the last pod. That, um, Botman and Shah play the back. Quite um, no nonsense centre halves. Yeah. If Eddie gets a goal against these, then people need to be giving Eddie some respect because it, they are physical. They'll try and kick him about. And I, I just, I hope Eddie gets a, a real test for him, I think, um, against that. But, but yeah, I'm saying 2-1. Um, that's what I've had in my notes, um, for, you know, for, for this. But, and I'm going to stick with it. Um, it's not going to be easy. Um, I'd be delighted with a 2-1 um, win if we get out, if we get three points. That's all I care about, how we get it. I don't really care. But, yeah, yeah, fingers crossed we get three points. Yeah, I go with that myself. Uh, two nil or two one, but yeah, I, I think a home win we'll get there, and then of course, Boris and United, and it completes kind of a tricky January. But uh, we've come on skate so far, aside from the United and the Southampton away game. So fingers crossed again on Monday. Um, we go to goal of the month for November December. Lads, um, myself, I'd probably go for the um. Gabriel Martinelli goal yesterday just for the assist from Odegaard and the way he just skinned Lamptey and just threw the goalkeeper's legs just a, a picture of beauty um, I'll go to you Eamon your golden month for November, December Well certainly I mean Odegaard's pass makes that what it is Yeah In fact um, Martinelli uh, the goalkeeper um, he went down like a credit union loan you know like uh, <laughs> So, like, you, 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 like, you like to see them nestle in the net rather than kind of, um, the kind of a, a goalkeeper's assist. My favourite goal, actually, was, um, I'm probably biased here, and, and this is not I told you so, was the way Eddie spun against West Ham. Oh, that's what I was going to go for. Oh, yeah, yeah. But because, first of all, Ben White's <laughs> flip up, right? Then the little intricate one, too. Uh, Odegaard putting it into a space. Yeah, and this looks nothing on TV. Odegaard putting it into a space that made Eddie's mind up for him. Yeah. And then Eddie executing it because the turn was good. 
But very often you can turn and then, you know, nothing happens. But the way you found the far corner across the goalkeeper, I, that, that was my favourite goal. The card, uh, just, just, crackers just, in his, yeah. just to copy Eamon again, I'm going to go with Eddie and Kenny. Proper strikers goal. I watched um, match, I don't even want to match of the day that night uh, or watch it the next day. Dion Dublin gives a real good analysis on that goal from Eddie and Kenny and that, how he's feeling behind for the uh, what side of play is going to be and how he turns mm. up. Really good analysis of that. Um, proper goal scorer's goal, Eddie and Kenny, West Ham, 100%. That's West yeah. And I think there's an opportunity, an opportunity here, um, especially with how much time he spent on the bench, because oh, it must be so frustrating. I'm, I'm going to finish my snowball to that. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think Eddie has really grasped the opportunity as well. You know, um, the striker's instinct he had yesterday for that goal in the second half. You know, just to nip in ahead of the goalkeeper, a really right tight. Um, Fox in the box, like Franny Jeffers. There's <laughs> um, nothing you know, like Franny Jeffers. <laughs> what, what a signing. What a signing. I thought he was going to score 100 goals in his career. There's so much build up. It was more like Fanny, Fanny Craddock. Remember the coup? Yeah. <laughs> I know he gave it his all. You know, I just wish I had that pair of ears he had. <laughs> uh, I know he. Look, some pairs just work out, some don't, don't they? You know, we've got, we got a goal scorer, Eddie. We have, and I said it all along. I'll fact him yeah. up on that. We and he's grown, as Eamon said, the last podcast, he's grown into a, a man, yeah. yeah, hasn't he? He's grown over the last season or two. You can see he's bulked up, has he? He's really oh, he physical, has. yeah, he has. And do you know what? Um, something, something Johnny Giles was, uh, and there's a bit of the devil in him too, there. There's a yeah. bit of the devil in him, he's, uh, <laughs> Eddie lives his leg in the, at times, you know. Yeah, um, and he's done it yesterday, and he's not afraid. Yeah, he did. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's another player that has bulked up. Does three three Saka, Bukaya. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, strength of him. It's just incredible for twenty one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's uh, a goal in the month. A uh, few crackers in there. Um. We go to um a small Pele tribute. One thousand two hundred eighty one goals. <laughs> Christmas cracker. <laughs> um, what did you make of Paddy Lads? Um, I, I, I never got got to see him. Sadly, you know. Um, Eamon's probably the oldest one here. Eamon. <laughs> yeah, I don't. But you see, he retired at thirty. He retired in nineteen seventy. You see, so yeah. um, I never saw him play because I only watched my first game in seventy one. Um, I've seen him playing a few exhibitions, and I saw him playing for. New York Cosmos and all of that type of stuff, but um, uh, I can only go by what what, what the pros say. Um, you know, my own uh, my own best I've ever seen in my view is Maradona, but I've never seen Pele. Um, but uh, he's, he won three World Cups, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, and retiring in his thirties as well. <laughs> retired, he retired at thirty from international football. Yeah, 30? Jeez, yeah. Young, he, he retired after the nineteen seventy World Cup. Right. I don't know whether you've ever seen footage of the 1970 World Cup. Uh, <laughs> the commentary was mad. Yeah. <laughs> the commentary alone is brilliant, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> you can barely hear it. It's so yeah. tiny. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
That, that was the header, wasn't it, against South? Yeah, it was like uh, it was like something uh, coming from Apollo Eleven or something. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at him, it looked like from space because he was just amazing. Must that present him? It's just incredible. Yeah. One thousand two hundred eighty-one goals in your career, though. That's just incredible. Oh, it's amazing, yes. isn't it? Um. Yeah. So uh, another legend sadly passed gone with Diego Maradona as well uh, from last year as well. Yeah. Um. May you rest in peace, um, a, a true footballer in a, in a, in, a, in every way. Um, just brilliant photograph, by the way, and I think it's in the Sunday Times today in the sports section. Uh, it's either the Times or the Independent. I have both, um, and it's 1981. And I'll finish on this because I know we're under time pressure. Um, it's seven Arsenal players on the Highbury pitch giving Pele a shoulder up, and he came over to watch the game or some promotion and and. Uh, um, it's it's a real stars and flares photograph. It's really really good. I'll, I'll, I'll screenshot it and put it yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as it weren't Tony Adams holding him up, mate, because he's got form for dropping people. No, well, you are Steve Morrow. We wouldn't be talk, we wouldn't be talking about his death uh, now. He probably would have died down on the spot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so frustrating, Tony. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put it up on the tread later. Um, yeah, here's a that's that'd be a good pub quiz question. Who celebrated in hospital after winning the league? <laughs> Steve Morrow, Jesus, what a, what a player! <laughs> and he only had about 10 pints the night before, Adams. It's 20 years since we last won the league cup just May, which is incredible. Um, I'd just like to thank Eamon and Ozzy as always. Happy New Year to you, and thanks Great for coming on. And, I'd just like to dedicate this show to the Dublin 15 Suicide Awareness. Um, I've done a virtual 5K yesterday, just an aid of them. And if you'd like to donate, they're on Facebook. So always, uh, you know, suicide's always uh, always there, you know, and it's just nice for it to be highlighted every now and again. Um, you can catch our show on the Dublin Arsenal YouTube channel. And um, we'll be back again on Wednesday evening for the Newcastle review and the preview of the FA Cup game against Oxford next Monday. So um, until then, have a good New Year's Day evening, Nats, and uh, we'll see you again. Lovely, Noah. Hona, a card, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Come on the air, so. happy, new, happy New Year, on, friends. All right. Take care, mate. Take happy mate. New Year. Thanks, lads. Well, I've just hit stop, John. Thanks, Ozzy. Um, yeah, that was okay, lads. Um, Within the forty minutes there, you know, which is that's no, good. It, it was kind of rushed, but as Eamon says, there will probably be too much to cover. Yeah, no, yeah. I think he's I think he's right doing it. I'm just trying to hit stop, mate. It's uh, it's like yours, mate. I know it just takes a while, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh dear, mate. You have a nice uh, New Year's Eve, Ozzy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mate, I was in bed by half ten. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. you didn't yeah. want to see the clock here twelve. <laughs> no, obviously, I've had, had too much fun the night before. Unfortunately, I was just so. looking at a graphic they put up, Ozzy, on Sky there yesterday. We've detoured, we're touring the Pines table. Uh, City and everybody have said had seventy nine, and we were on seventy seven. It shows the progress we've made in one year. You know, incredible, isn't it? Honestly, thought that, yeah. Yeah, I keep hitting stop, mate, and it's not doing it. So hang on. I don't know if you can hear it from your end.